Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. Arongo Productions Production. Hello. Welcome to Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. Hunter, unfortunately, is not here this evening or day. I don't know when you're listening to this, but for us, it's the evening and he's not here. Um... He, uh, he watched the Snyder Cut today, Justice League, all four hours of it, and uh, despite not actively disliking it like he thought he would, he is currently trying to invent time travel so he can get those four hours back of his life. Because, you know, you know he's, not, uh, he's not getting any younger. None of us are. Yeah. Hi. I am, actually. I have uh, reverse Benjamin Button disease. Oh. No, wait a minute. Reverse Benjamin. How did? What, what's Benjamin Button steal? I don't know. I actually, I never saw it. Me neither. It's the only Brad Pitt movie I've never seen. I'm uh, I'm Jonah, by the way. Oh yeah, and I'm Matt. We're your guest hosts. Yeah. Uh, when we, Hunt, we've been through a lot. Yeah. When Hunter finishes his time travel, I'm gonna go back in time, and instead of seeing Twelve Monkeys, I'm gonna see Benjamin Button. I don't know. I like Twelve Monkeys. I don't. We always we always have this discussion. Where I like Twelve Monkeys and you don't. Yeah. And it. Uh... I should like Twelve Monkeys. I love Bruce Willis. Uh, I love Brad Pitt. I like uh, Terry Gilliam. I like time travel. I don't like Twelve Monkeys. It's. I. I'm. I find it strange. It feels like a movie that was that you'd really like. I, I don't like Twelve Monkeys, and I especially don't like the movie it's based on, which is barely a movie. It's a slideshow. <laughs> okay, Matt. How you doing? Um, We've been through a lot today. We have. We also watched the Snyder Cut, all four hours and two minutes of it. Um, and Was we there have, uh, we have some any cutscene, by the way? Because uh, that's only Marvel, right? Yeah, no. Zack Snyder doesn't do that. He's an artist. Uh, yeah. He makes real movies. Yeah. He, he, makes, right, uh, he makes cinema. Cinema. He has a vision. Anyway, um, it sounds like we're making fun of it because we didn't like it, but you'll hear our thoughts later on in the pod. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, But I'll just tell you right off the top, I didn't actively dislike it. Um, I don't don't know know what I thought. Off the top, I don't know what I thought. Yeah, I'm very conflicted. uh, I'm sexually confused. I'm just confused. I tweeted this. I was like, this movie, I I don't know. I don't know what I watched. I don't know if it's good. I, I don't think it's... This this is Schrodinger's movie. It's neither good nor bad. It just is. It's just a, it's just there. It's Zack Snyder's Justice League. It cannot be categorized. Yeah, we'll talk about what our thoughts are. But first, fuck. See, I don't have the soundboard, so I can't do. Uh... Oh, that's what you were going for. Yeah. yeah see, yeah. I wasn't sure because you don't have a sound soundboard, and you're not as smooth as I am. I'm very smooth. Yeah. So, see, Jonah flounders at this type of thing, but I'm very smooth, and I have a soundboard, so I can just keep talking and say, "But you know what? It's time to talk about now." And then it's a very smooth I, I... transition into. Hot Takes with Extra Maple Syrup, our segment where we give you our hot takes on all the latest pop culture news items of the week. But we don't just give you hot takes. We give them to you with extra syrup. I uh, I really thought you'd pick up what I was putting down, so I was a little sad. But you know what? You're the smooth 
Yeah. Uh, you, you are much smoother than I am. I am so. much smoother than you are. That's why I couldn't, you know, pick up what you were putting down because you didn't put it down very well. Not smooth, no, Jonah. Not smooth. I know. I thought I, uh, I thought you cut off. I thought, oh, oh, technical difficulties. Jonah's gone. <laughs> what's happening here? No, no. What's he no. What's he doing? Is this a bit? I was trying something, you know. Didn't work this time, but maybe next time. I don't think it'll work next time either, but you go ahead and try anyway, little skippy. <laughs> I don't know why I called okay, you Okay, what's skippy, first? But it, it's, it okay. it's okay. Um, well, actually, there isn't a lot of hot takes this week. Um, not necessarily not a lot of hot takes this week, as in, like, not necessarily there hasn't been a lot of pop culture news this week, but I just haven't been um, writing a lot of it down because it either didn't really interest me that much that I felt it was necessary to write down to talk about. Um, but also, I was like, you know what, though? We're going to be talking about the Snyder Cut. We need to devote as much time as possible. We ain't got time for hot takes. But um, what we do have time for is um, today, Square Enix held a little pre- presentation, as they say um, in English when they're talking about what this was, presentation where they showed us some games so i think that's important enough that uh, we can't skip it um mm. Mm. i think that's the, i think that's the only important announcement that happened this week in terms of pop culture isn't that right jonah um, it goes against my religion but sure what's your religion march madness you yeah Jewish. starts this weekend yeah what does that have to do with being jewish no. Are there a lot of no, Jews I mean, in March Madness this year? I don't know. I didn't count. But you said not but talking. I usually do. You insinuated not talking about March Madness goes against your religion, but you're Jewish. I mean, like pop culture religion, you know? Nah, that's not really pop culture. That's sports. You is you know everyone kind of it's like everyone kind of participates, you know? Do they? I don't. So I'm I'm part of everyone. You're so, right. You're so, right. Most people. Right there. Right there. Well, there's 8 billion people on the planet, Jonah. I don't think people in India care a shit ton about March Madness. You'd be surprised. Maybe uh, basketball's a grown sport in India. I don't know. I don't know. Let's get to Square Enix. Fuck March Madness. I'll yeah. probably be out after the first day, so. You're in March Madness? Incredible. I hope your team does well. <laughs> Make sure they pass yeah, yeah. the ball to you a couple times. I'll say I, uh, I'll, I'll try my best. I'll say to people I can't say it to anybody because because uh, there's no crowds or anything. But I'll 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 yell to the hell, shout out my window. Hey everybody, that's my boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn, why do you take the piss out of me, Matt? Come on. Anyway, okay. Square Enix. <laughs> Square Enix. Square Enix presents. What do they present? Well, I'm going to tell you what they presented. They presented number one, Outriders. We've uh, discussed this uh, a lot on the podcast because uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, as are you, Jonah. Uh, I'm speaking for yes. you. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, but they showed off a new trailer because um, it, it comes out in a couple weeks, April 1st. Uh, they showed off a new trailer um, where it showcased some more non-human enemies. And different biomes, um, lots more colorful biomes for anyone concerned about the color Paul palette Tassi. from the from the demo. Don't insult Paul Tassi; he's a good dude. I like Paul Tassi, but don't. The game was the demo is good. 
it's a good demo and it's uh, a it's a great demo but yes if for anybody who played the demo was like oh is the whole game going to be uh this browns no that's just the one area the based on this trailer there's gonna be lots of colors in this game as you'd expect for a very colorful seeming game yeah kind of like borderlands it's not like oh everything looks like fucking fire fire town fire firestone that was the first town right um or Sanctuary is pretty bland. Sanctuary is pretty bland, but yeah, there's multiple... Yeah, 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 Borderlands, yeah, yeah. Outriders oh, is going to be like that. Also, speaking of Outriders, uh, it's uh, coming to Game Pass Day 1. Oh, that makes my fucking pee-pee go. Yeah. Um, Game Pass Ultimate on... Except for PC. But so, uh, Day 1, if you have Game Pass, you will have Outriders to play on your Xbox or on your phone through the cloud. Um, PlayStation, you gotta pay full price. PC, you gotta pay full price. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good, dude. That's so fucking good. Yeah. If there's a, if there's any more like reason to get Game Pass, how the fuck did they do this? I thought Square I don't Enix know. was like I don't in know. Sony's palm or something, you know? I I don't know, but uh, this is this is wild, and I I this could open the floodgates to more third-party games releasing day one on Game Pass. Um. But uh, also, um, I just want to point out they did say that if you if you pre-ordered it um, on Xbox and you want to cancel it now, you got to do that manually yourself. But um, you if you want the pre-order bonuses, you still have to buy it. Like you still have to pre-order and pay for it. Mm. Um, I did not pre-order it. Because... I I did pre-order it just because I'm I'm very excited. I'm not going to cancel because I want the. I want the disc yeah. anyway, because I'm, a, a, you know me, with my collection. I also want the pre-order bonuses, but this is great for anybody that doesn't care about that thing. Uh, but yeah, make sure to uh, cancel your pre-orders if you don't want the pre-order bonuses and don't want to pay for this. And uh, if uh, you were thinking about trying it out but didn't want to pay for it, well, now you can try it out. And if you want to then buy it, um, you get a discount when you... Play it on... Yeah, when you, when you buy a game that's on Game Pass, you get a discount. If you have Game Pass. Hmm. A lot of people don't know this. Interesting. Yeah, if you have Game Pass, you get a discount on games that are on Game Pass to, if you want to buy them permanently. Okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. It's uh, smart. Yeah. But again, you won't get the pre-order bonus. No, I know. you got to keep the pre-order and pay full price if you want the pre-order bonus. That's tough. That's a tough decision seeing as I can get it for free and day one. With Games Pass. Even, Game Pass. Game. Yeah. Even if I never pre-ordered this, I would still eventually buy it on disc anyway, but... Uh, no, I know you would I wouldn't do it uh, day one like I am now, but I want the pre-order bonus. And I'm, you know, I'm not... I'm too lazy to cancel my pre-order. It just seems like everything Outriders is doing uh, seems to be good. Yep. I haven't... They seem to be really in tune with what the people want. Very, and I'm not uh, saying that people asked for this because this is this was a surprise, but yeah. everything that they've done, everything that the developers have said, uh, anything that anyone's complained about, it's been like, oh, here, look at, we're listening. Oh, look at this. You uh, thought it was bland, Paul Tassi? Love you, but you thought it was bland? Here, look at all these biomes. <laughs> um, yeah. I, also, they're very quick with communication. They are. Which is good in, in the looter genre. Like, fuck, they patched a demo, man. A demo. <laughs> and 
Anyway, moving on. Um, what else does Square Enix present? I'm glad you asked. No one in particular. Uh, Tomb Raider, 25th anniversary. That's right. It's been 25 years since uh, Tomb Raider debuted, and that poor coder uh, misplaced a decimal and gave her giant triangular boobs. Thank goodness. Would she be as popular now if it wasn't for those giant pixelated knockers? You know, that's actually a... Uh, a legitimately in uh, intellectually stimulating question, Jonah. Would she have been as popular if not for the accidentally sexist portrayal in those original games? Do the games stand on their own? Would they have? Now, now there's a discussion. Yeah. Not uh, for this podcast, but maybe for another. Yeah, for a far less silly podcast. Maybe if Hunter yeah. was on, because he's good with that sort of intellectual stimuli. Um, but for whatever it's worth, I think uh, I think the gameplay in those games was 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 good enough that uh, they they would have done well even if she had normal sized boobs like she does in the current games where she's a um, you know not a ridiculously um, over the top what she doing walking around in short shorts in the Arctic type character. Mm. Uh, it's it's fun. It's a fun game. I played one. Um, it was fun. What, the first one, or only one Tomb Raider game in your whole life? Only one Tomb Raider. Which one? My whole life. Can't remember. So not but I played the, it. Not sure. any of the newer ones? I think it was like... Mm, like 10? Like maybe in the 2010s? I don't know. I have no idea. Could have been one of the one. newer ones. It was on 360, I think. 360, it could have been one of the reboots, uh, or it could have been an Underworld. Yeah, it would have been either Underworld or uh, the reboot. It could have been. I don't know. <laughs> um, it, was it on an island? Was she stranded on an island? I, I think so. Yeah, then it was the reboot. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Uh, well, sp speaking, well, speaking of the reboot, in celebration of the 25th anniversary, the Survival Trilogy, which consists of the uh, the three reboot games, um, Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Rise of the Tomb Raider, um, are is available now on PSN and the Xbox Store. It's 19.99 uh, for the first two weeks, and then it will go up to 49.99. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but three games. So if you haven't played any of them and you'd like the trilogy, you can download them right now. I think I remember fighting Chinese monsters of some sort. Yes, that was that was that was Tomb Raider 2013. That was the reboot. It takes place on a she gets stranded on a Japanese island. Those were samurai ghosts. Okay, so Japanese. Yeah. Jap sorry. Uh, Don't um, want to offend anyone. Um, yeah. I'm trying to reach back into my memory banks, and it's it's hard, okay? They're good games. I, I've played all three of them. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. I so had a good time playing it. If you're uh, if you're in the mood for some Tomb Raider, and you haven't uh, played any of them, or you've played one or not the others, or don't own them, now's your chance. All three. I would have personally preferred they had done a, uh, a release of some of the classic games to honor the 25th anniversary. But, uh, you know, can't win them all. <laughs> Never. Never. Yeah. When it comes to video games... When it comes to anything, time, really. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of Tomb Raider 25th anniversary, there's more. Uh, an anime adaption is coming to Netflix that will unify the storylines of the earlier games with the newer games. That means um, they're going to have one unified Tomb Raider timeline. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know what to think, dude. Aren't you excited, Jonah? That now. Oh, I'm so excited. That now um, you will know exactly where in the timeline after she got off that Japanese island, she then um, went on to do the events of the fir- very first game. You're excited about this, Jonah, and then how it ties, so and then how it ties into the seventh game that was on the PS2, and how that ties into, you know, I don't know, the the the, the last game or whatever, or I don't know, I don't know how. When is when are we gonna figure out? What order the Zelda games are? There is a official Zelda timeline. Is it canon? It is. It's in. Uh, it was in a book uh, published by Nintendo. Although they oh, only did it, it just because people. Is your idea there? Good one. Haha. <laughs> Pat's on back. Jonah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Guess what else is coming, Jonah? A Tomb Raider cookbook. Um, how do you, how do you like how do you like them apples? I don't know. Well, pretty soon you're gonna like them. How Laura Croft likes them, or Lara, Lara. Do you say Laura or Lara? I thought it was Laura, but um. It's Laura. It could be Lara. Could some people say Lara? I don't. Definitely rem- not Lara. I don't I don't remember how she says it. Okay. Is that all the Tomb Raider news? No, cuz Croft Manor is coming to Fortnite. Oh god. Jonah just accept it. Everything's going to be in Fortnite. It, I mean, it's looking that way, isn't it? Listen, man, Fortnite is Super Smash Bros but with guns and with unfun gameplay. <laughs> don't offend the the little kitties out there, Matt. They'll gang up on you and cancel you. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. If Fortnite had a like a, like a, a single player portion where I could like do shit as like Batman or L- Laura Croft, like if if Fortnite had like a single player portion where you could have like you and your friends on a on a team doing like regular game missions, but like it's a team of like Batman, Master Chief, and fucking a banana like i would i would probably play it wait batman was in fortnite yes jesus christ everybody's been in fortnite man i thought because like marvel's been in fortnite i think batman's in the joker's in pretty sure batman's in i don't know mandalorian fucking marvel think about the whole season devoted to marvel if fortnite had a single had like a not necessarily a single player but like a not like if Fortnite had a PVE type thing where you and your friends could team up and you could have a team of Batman, the Mandalorian and John Wick. You wouldn't play that? I would. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they got rid of the building gameplay cuz I hate that. I hate building and that the building aspect of that game is what drives me away. But this ain't about Fortnite. Fuck Fortnite. Lara Croft, somehow. Lara. Getting it. 
Lara. 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 Anyway. It ain't Lara. It ain't Lara. What if it is, though? Then whoever made the game needs to uh, redo it. Which they already did. And uh, they, there's got to be a way They that... did redo it. And they fixed. They, there's got to be. They fixed many of their past mistakes, like how in the original game, a coder put a decimal point in the wrong place, which <laughs> gave her giant um, bazongas, and the the all male team of devs were like, "No, that's good. We'll keep that." There's got to be some piece of uh, Tomb Raider like mythology, or some piece of film like they have to say her name in the film uh, one of the films whatever one you prefer um the only thing i never saw the newer one and the only thing i remember from the original two with angelina jolie is in the first one it features daniel craig doing a very bad american accent and the second one she punches a shark in the face hmm. do any of them call her by her name again i don't remember anything else about those movies Okay. But she punches a shark in the face, so really, I think I remember all I need to. Yeah. Should just use shark repellent. Honestly. Anyway, speaking of Square Enix, uh, Space Invaders. It's getting a, an, an AR game on mobile. Mm. Yes, so now you can, in, you can defeat the invaders that are in your bedroom. I mean, that's kind of cool. But then again... I'm not going to play Space Invaders in my bedroom for more than one time. This Space Invaders or any Space Invaders? Don't be dissing Space Invaders. No, no, like this Space Invaders. Like, oh, yeah. This, it's cool. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's I would have niche. I would have preferred a just, a just give me a new Space Invaders game. Just do it. Put Space Invaders on the Switch, goddammit. <laughs> I don't know how they could... Hello. Hello. Technical difficulties? Uh, or did you want me to I do think a smooth so. transition? Uh, technical difficulties we'll go with. Okay. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, guess what's getting a mobile game? Just Cause. You know, uh, we've had a long list of things that didn't need to happen. And this goes on that list. Do you want to know why they gave it a mobile game? Um, because they realize that mobile games are easy Jonah, money for suckers. Jonah, let's do this again, okay? I say, do you know why they gave it a mobile game? And you say, no, why, okay? <clears throat> okay. Jonah, do you know why they gave it a mobile game? Why, Matt? Just because. I'm cause. super curious. Okay. I see what you, you... I did the Ganon thing. Yeah, I had to get you back. Not cool. Anyway. Uh, now they have to... I, I thought uh, it was pretty cool. Now, now the listeners have to uh, go through two terrible jokes. Only one of them was terrible, and it was yours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and now for some exciting news. Actually, should I get the rest of the bad news out of the way? Uh, sure. Actually... Well, is, there other, is there bad news? I guess none of that was bad news. I guess I was in a bad mood because of the Fortnite conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It always puts me in a bad mood. Okay. Well, then I'll just keep going in order. 
Uh, Square Enix Next presents, uh, here's one I and many other people will be very excited about. The next Life is Strange game was announced. Uh, it is called mm. it is called Life is Strange True Colors. It will launch on September 10th for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, PC, and for some reason, Google Stadia. You're welcome, three people on Stadia. Um, Holy shit, it's gone down by five. I know, right? Anyway, also, unlike the previous games in the series, this will not be released episodically. It's all going to be there in the full package on release. So we no longer have to wait a month to find out what happens next, which is nice. Um, you pl- Yes, uh, in this game, you play as uh, Alex Chen, who has the psychic ability to see people's emotions as she tries to find out the circumstances behind her brother's death. More exciting news for uh- Life is Strange. Oh, no. Continue. No, I was going to say, that sounds like it would be the worst power to have. I guess we'll find out. Um, more exciting news for Life is Strange fans is the original Life is Strange, as well as the prequel Before the Storm, are being remastered, um, featuring improved animations, resolution, etc. And that will be included as individual purchases or um, it'll be in there in the Ultimate Edition of True Colors. Very exciting. So they're uh, ah, okay. Jonah, you gotta, Jonah, did you gotta hop much... on the Life is Strange uh, bandwagon. Did they say how much it like the remakes would be worth, like cost? Uh, no, they did not. Or if they did, I did not see. Okay. Jonah, you got... Are they good games? They're, they're fantastic. Should I play? They're fantastic. Do you like Telltale games? I've only played Borderlands. Did you like it? I did. Then you will like... I did like, like well, the uh, Telltale Borderlands games. Well, Life is Strange plays like a Telltale game, but with an uh, absolutely amazing uh, story and characters. I mean, you said that like Telltale games don't have good characters and stories. I know, but Telltale games are all based on like properties. This is like original. I mean, it's a it's a uh, franchise now, but it it wasn't, right? Like all tell okay. Telltale games are all licensed, right? So that yeah, they have amazing you know stories and characters, but it's based on something already. This is like amazing original stories and characters, and it's okay. the, and it's like an anthology. So each game is like a different uh, story and character, except before the storm, which is a prequel to the first game. Okay. John, just hop on the bandwagon. You just got to trust me on this. I will hop on the band. I trust you in, with a lot of things, Matt. And you know this. I hold your opinion near and dear to my heart. You should know this. I'm pretty sure when we did our episode on our top 10 favorite games of 8th, 8th Gen, Life is Strange was in my top 3. Okay. Or 5. I'll have to go. I can't remember. Probably top 3. Or t- Probably top 10. Definitely top 10. No, it was definitely in the top 5. I just can't remember if it was in the top 3 or not. <laughs> But I know for a fact it was in the top five. Well, I will hop on this this train, this Life is Strange train. That's good. With you, Matt. Or while we if hold you, hands. Yeah. Or if you want the uh, the uh, the bootleg version of it, Life is Not Normal. That's what you, I thought that's you were going to say. That, the, the sequel. What are you going to say? I, I was going to say that's the version you get at, at Pacific Mall. <laughs> Yeah, Pacific Mall. Pacific Mall you... is if, if this is a I have to explain this to the listeners. Pacific Mall is a mall in our uh, area where we live that 
it like is every store sells bootleg stuff like it's all like they exclusively sell bootleg things so if you go to this mall looking for life is strange you'll get like a like a pirated copy of it but or like you'll get a fake bootleg copy life is not normal <laughs> colors of truth i thought you were gonna say uh there's a sequel coming out called life is strange again <laughs> but you didn't say that and uh no, because... it's true colors yeah but the bootleg version of True Colors would be uh, Colorful Truth. That's, okay. that's my joke. <laughs> I know it's not as good as it's not as good as the Just Cause joke, but it's better than uh, the Ganon one. It... <laughs> Anything is. Yeah. Anyway, were you gonna say something else, or can I move on? No, you can you can always move on, Matt. Okay. Um. So before I move on to the next one, I'll just tell the people that since Jonah's giving me permission to move on, uh, we're looking for a new uh, uh, co-guest host. Uh, email me your applications. Anyway. Um. Okay, I'll see myself out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was another joke. Again, not as good as the Just that Cause joke. That was a kidding? Joke. That was a kidding? Not as good as the Just Cause joke, but better than the Gannon joke. I don't know. Matt, I'm in a fragile state right now. Um, I just spent four hours watching a movie. I know. Not just a movie, Jonah. Art. Art. Sorry. Um, I'm just gonna move on. Okay, this is. I I I spent four hours watching a movie where a third of my screen was black. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll talk about that anyway. Um, next thing that Square Enix presented is a game called Forspoken. Uh, they showed off a trailer. Uh, and this is an action adventure game. It stars uh, one of the stars of the new Charlie's Angels uh, remake that nobody saw in theaters and not many people liked, but I thought it was pretty okay. Ella Belinska uh, as the protagonist. Her name is uh, in the game Frey Holland as you face off against dragons and other colossal beasts in an untamed land. Launches in 2022 for PS5 and PC. It sounds like Monster Hunter World. I don't know, it looked pretty or Monster cool. Hunter. She, she fought a bear in the in the thing they showed. She was fighting a bear that looked like the bear in Annihilation. You ever see Annihilation? I did. You know that bear? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty fucked up. Well, I in the, the thing they showed of this game, she was fighting a bear that looked like that bear. Maybe uh, had some inspiration. Maybe. From an okay movie. I thought it was good. I, I thought it was good, too, but the ending, really weird. Jonah, you just have to think. It's intellectual sci-fi. Anyway. Sorry. I'm too, I'm too pee-brained for that. Come on. Uh, moving on, they showed off Bal and Wonderworld for some reason. Um, gave it a new <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> new trailer. <laughs> I'm... Um, it's, it's still coming out uh, March 26th, unfortunately. What if, like, the demo is just the shittiest thing in the world and everything else is so good? I, I can't believe it. It was so bad. It felt like something somebody made in dreams. <laughs> I mean, there's two... There's two uh... And not, like, a good thing someone made in dreams. Because people made pretty good shit in dreams. This felt like a... This felt like something you'd play in Dreams. Be like, let's check the newest section. I'll just play the first one that's there. Zero ratings or whatever. This is just the newest thing that's been uploaded. This fucking sucks. <laughs> I mean, there's there's two musical numbers, and if that can't, uh, fit, like if it, if that makes a game not good, 
then it, it's got some serious shit. Jonah, I was, I was when the it, the game starts and there's a musical number, and I'm like, I'm all for this. And then I started playing. And I was like, fuck, this is boring. How is a game that has a music? It starts off with a fucking musical number, and it plays like a game that hates musicals. <laughs> I don't want to get. I don't want to uh, try a game that hates. Feels like it hates musicals. It's so boring. I, I swear to get like nothing happened. It was so easy and like it was bare. It's like fucking like fucking Elmo's Letter Adventure had more gameplay. <laughs> and that was an edu- <laughs> and, and that was an educational experience. So it held more value as well. There was a lot of educational games back in the day. Oh, I used to go to I used to when I was a kid when fucking McDonald's had the N64s in the in the play area. I'd just play Elmo's, <laughs> Elmo's Letter <laughs> Adventure. I'd stand there and play Elmo's Letter Adventure on the nasty-ass controllers you know they never cleaned. Oh, I remember that. I got so sad when those fucking those Nintendo 64s were taken away, dude. Uh, me too. Because then, <laughs> then I had to go play in the actual play area. I was like, I don't fucking want to... I don't want to fucking climb up there with those people. I want to fucking play Elmo's Letter Adventure. Anyway, um... This has gone off. This has gone off the rails. Um, what else is new? Um, okay, the very last thing. I don't know if this was the last thing they showed because I didn't. Um, I just watched all of this after the fact. But uh, the last thing I saw that they showed was uh, Marvel's Avengers. That's right. It still exists, and it might be pretty good soon. Actually, it's already pretty good, but it might be legitimately good soon. It might be worth playing more than just once. Yeah, so... Uh, That's what, he's, what you're trying to say, right? Yeah, well, I've played it more than once, and I... I, I no, I mean, like, they might, the missions might have replayability oh, value. Yeah, well, okay, well, let, let me tell you what they... Uh, let me uh, throw down what they were uh, putting down. I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Um, okay, <laughs> so uh, Hawkeye and the Future Imperfect campaign are available right now along with the next-gen update, which is available for free if you already own it, on PS4 or Xbox One. Um, and uh, this also includes now the ability to have uh, custom harm rooms. You can make your own harm rooms for some reason. Um, and you can replay the campaign now. Um, they also revealed a roadmap of content for the rest of 2021. Um, throughout the year, they will be adding themed events. Uh, there's going to be one uh, around um, around May, uh, around the release of Black Widow. It's going to be a Black Widow-themed event. Um, they're going to add in uh, MCU-inspired outfits. They're going to continue reworking gear. Uh, they're going to have post-level 50 progression. They're going to add in Omega-level threat missions. Uh, you're going to be able to do Mega Hives multiplayer, and they'll be adding a new villain sector um, starring uh, the, uh, what's the lady's name? Monica. Monica, the science lady. The evil science lady. Um, and then at the end of the year, they're bringing us the War for Wakanda expansion. Uh, this will bring Black Panther as a playable character, a power level cap increase, a new Wakanda biome, a new outpost, new story, and new villains, including one Ulysses Claw. Very exciting. Very. Can I just say that? Um, yeah. I'm looking at the roadmap, and uh, in when it says Operation Hawkeye Future Imperfect. Yep. There is a uh, a Hulk behind him. 
And this Hulk has a beard, uh, a, a glorious white beard. Yes, that is the character of Maestro, who is an evil version of the Hulk from the future. Oh. Yeah. Okay. See, in the comic books, um, in some of the comic books, this uh, campaign takes inspiration from. In the future, uh, everybody's dead except the Hulk because he's the Hulk. Um, and he went crazy from seeing all his friends die, so now he's a tyrannical uh, warlord. Called the Maestro. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So it's basically Hulk? Evil Hulk. Evil Hulk. I thought that was like Abomination. No, Abomination is Abomination. Mm. He is evil and is as big as the Hulk and has similar power set, but he's not the Hulk. This is the Hulk if the Hulk was evil. Okay. So basically, think think of it like this, okay? This isn't abomination, right? Like evil Hulk is abomination. This is evil Hulk as if like the event one of the let's say Iron Man um went to sleep and had a scary dream that the Hulk was evil in a uh desert apocalyptic landscape and then he woke up and then somehow that came true. Okay. 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 Yeah. I uh I like the way he looks. Yeah, he looks cool. He looks just like the Hulk. <laughs> but with a beard. I, I but with a beard. And evil. What if uh he shaves that beard and he, they have one of those classic No, I'm the Hulk. You know. Or uh no, that's stupid. Sorry. I, I brought it up. But there's only one Hulk. There. Although I Oh, he he doesn't he doesn't know of the Hulk. Who, Maestro? Maestro is the Hulk. Yeah, but did they call him Hulk? No, no, he used to be the Hulk, and he changed his name to Maestro when he became an evil uh, apocalyptic warlord. Okay. Can again, he change back to Bruce Banner? Again, I don't know. Again, imagine you're Iron Man, um, the rich member of the Avengers, and you have a dream that the world is destroyed and is um, all sandy, um, and um, the very strong member of the team is now evil and wants to kill everybody. Okay. I get, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Okay. I mean, it seems interesting. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. Uh, I hope the game I, makes a turnaround. Uh, it's still fun to play. I'm, I've, it's always been fun to play. It just hasn't been fun to continue playing. No, I know. Over a long period, like the way they went want you to no i know it's uh hopefully there'll be stuff to grind for yeah and yeah the missions will still be the same hopefully they add in some more more end game stuff yeah uh i think that's the main thing but uh, i'm definitely gonna play the hawkeye story at least because the story stuff is good and the gameplay is fun but that's it for hot takes Today's episode is presented by Clark's. Clark's story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. At the time, it was groundbreaking, a combination of invention and craftsmanship that's remained at the heart of what Clark's does. Now listen, when you're buying a shoe, what do you want? You want stylish and you want comfort. And that's what Clark's does best, okay? I have a pair of Clark's. And they look good. They make me look cool. 
stylish shoe, check number one. Check number two, it's like walking on a cloud. It's like walking on air. It's like you're not even wearing shoes. And isn't that what you want? You want to be walking around, clogging along with, with you know, these heavy things on your feet? No. You want light. You want comfort. And you want to look good. That's what Clarks does. And we're teaming up with Clarks and Podgo to bring you up to 30% off select items, including on the iconic Clarks Desert Boot, by going to podgo.co slash Clarks. That's podgo.co slash Clarks for up to 30% off on select items. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. I promise. So does Clarks. But mainly me. I promise. But Clarks promises too. That's podgo.co slash Clarks. Speaking of, talk about that yeah, thing. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of post-apocalyptic desert landscapes where strong heroes are evil, let's talk about the Snyder Cut. You know, I'm actually wearing my. Uh, it's my DC shirt, but it has the uh, the Justice League on it. Really. Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, Flash, and Cyborg, all on my shirt right now as we speak. I have a Justice League poster in my room. Oh. Yeah. So it's got uh, Green Lantern, it's got Wonder Woman, it's got Green Arrow, it's got the Flash, it's got Superman, it's got Cyborg, it's got Hot Girl, it's got Batman, it's got Supergirl, it's got Aquaman, it's got Shazam, it's got Martian Manhunter. Oh. So where should we start with this? That, I was going to ask the same thing because there's just so much to unpack. Should we just go from beginning to end? Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't want, I don't. We could be here for four hours. Can we go from it. beginning to end? How do you talk about this movie? I don't know. I, it's it seems like a lifetime ago I started watching this movie. Ah, I was a much younger man when I watched this movie. I feel like my aging cycle was multiplied by like a hundred percent, a hundred, uh, no, a thousand percent, because that would okay. be like ten times. Okay. Now. Okay. Let's start very simply. Did we like it? That's a that's a very complicated question you asked there, buddy. I, <laughs> I still don't know. don't know if I liked it, if I'm being honest. Like I said, I'm sexually confused about this movie. Listen, I'll, I'll listen. I'll, I will say this: I have seen the theatrical cut, the Joss Whedon version. You have not. But I will say that this is much better than that version. That version's a piece of that version's a piece of crap. Um, yeah, I uh, did not see that. Haven't seen a lot of DC movies actually. I think the only ones I've seen were Batman vs Superman, which I can barely remember. Yeah, uh, you're not um, missing much. This is better I, than it Batman. It was a Batman for. There was a bad Batman for Ben Affleck Batman, right? No, they never made that. Okay, yeah, so that was Batman. My, he was ba- th- in Batman vs Superman. They never made his his movie. They... Oh, thank God. I like Ben Affleck as Batman, if I'm being honest. I don't mind him, but he he, he just looks uncomfortable in fight scenes. I blame the suit, if I'm being honest with you. But then again, every single uh, costume in this movie looked uncomfortable. Um, I don't know. I listen. I think this is this is much better than the. the theatrical version um it this didn't need to be four hours i no 
I still don't know if it was good. Like, there was parts of this movie where I was literally yelling at my screen because it was so fucking stupid. But then there were other parts of this movie where I'm like, yeah, that's pretty fucked. That's cool. You know, I just feel like it was a waste of four hours because it's not going to be canon. As much as people bish and complain, this shit ain't canon. So everything that was, like, leading to more... Well, you know what they're doing now, don't you? You you know what they're doing now, don't you? I thought they're making a Justice League 2. No, that's... No. That hasn't been in the plan since Justice League 1 came out and nobody liked it. Um, no, no, the, <laughs> the the people who wanted this movie made, the the uh, release the Snyder Cut people, you know what they're doing now? What? Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Mm. They want uh, they want this to become canon and they want they want him to they want them to let Zack Snyder finish his planned Justice League trilogy. Um, mm. listen I will say this if that were to happen I would not be against it I would like to see where this would have gone because I feel like that yeah but no one's going to allow him I feel like the way this movie ended Justice League 2 would have been a thousand times better than this I just okay. So something Marvel does so well is that their villains, for the most part, there have been some outliers, but their villains are so good. Well, they are now. Their well. vil- their villains used to be terrible. Like, at least now, yeah. But they're well written for the screen, and they're they have a lot of depth to them. You know, um, Steppenwolf. Although I did look up what he looked like in the theatrical release, and he does look much cooler in this one. Yeah. Um, I just felt like he was one-dimensional. He kind of reminded me of Ultron a bit. Um, in the fact that, yeah, he's versing. He needs to be stopped by the greatest superheroes on Earth, but. He's fucking boring. This is this is my problem with Steppenwolf. And I will say that, again, he's much better in this than he was in the theatrical version of this movie. Because in the theatrical version... Um, well, okay, so in this movie, it's... It, he's... Like, there's more scenes in this movie explaining, like, why he's here and what, what why he's... Like, what he's doing, right? He's basically a middle manager. Yeah, but Loki was a middle manager, and Loki has so much fucking depth. I know, but Loki in the movie, like, when Loki was the villain in the Avengers, like, yeah, he was talking to, like, you know, that that dude throughout the movie, but, like, it was still, like, they still made it very clear that, like, Loki is the main villain of this movie, whereas in this movie, they made it very clear that this guy is the middleman for this guy who's going to be the real villain in the next movie. I mean, Darkseid is literally the Thanos of DC. Yeah. And I just am so... If they were to make this canon, I'd be so afraid that they'd bore the shit out of Darkseid, who is cool as hell. And, I mean, I I read up on him, and he was rated like the sixth uh, best villain of all time. I mean, he's very cool. Head of Thanos. 
and there was nothing in this that made it seem like, oh, wow, uh, he's I should be afraid of this guy because the one time we saw him fighting, he got his ass kicked by fucking Zeus and uh, the Atlanteans and the fucking whatever, uh, you know. He, it, it, it was, there was no threat. So, and I'm sure he'll get whatever he's looking for. Like Thanos got the infinity stones if they were to make this, but I just, I hope they don't fucking bore the shit out of me. Like they did Steppenwolf because he had no depth to him. He was just some fuckhead that wanted to suck his master's cock and get on his good side again. Am I, did I, am I, uh, you want me to tell you, um, what he was doing in the uh, theatrical version? Yeah, please do, because I, cause I, I had to search up what these mother boxes were. Okay. Um, in the theatrical version, um, Dark Side, uh, I believe, was only name dropped a single time. He's not in it. You never see him. He's he's not mentioned. Um, and in fact, in that uh, flashback, you know, battle sequence, that's not it, it's not Dark Side that's attacking. It's Steppenwolf. And uh, the whole movie, uh, all we know about him is that he's here for the mother boxes, who he calls mother, and that's it. He he wants them. Mm. So. Do you like does uh, Wonder Woman explain like she did in this what they're used for? Yes, that's still there. Oh. It's just instead of Dark Side being there in that scene, um, it's it's Steppenwolf. Um, and there's also no um, Zeus or Ares. Um, and yeah, and then he's in the movie. He's just like, oh, I want these mother boxes. And he calls them mother. It's like, what the fuck is this? Why does he want them? I guess uh, that part is probably better, but I still don't like him as a villain. I think he's born. He was not. He was. I mean, like I said, he reminded me of Ultron, which he was just there. He, I mean, he might have gave some of them like a fight, but I'm Ultron gave them a fight. It's just Ultron was boring as fuck, and that's why that was the worst. I think I think Avengers movie. I think I think that my main problems with this movie, and again, it's much better than the theatrical version, but all the problems I have with this movie are still the same problems I have with the other movie because it's the same fucking plot and it's dumb. Why? Explain. Explain why it's dumb. Okay. Again, it's better in this movie. Like, this movie's better because, like, it's not as dumb as the other one because there's more of it. So there's more context for things, right? So, like, in the... In the in the theatrical version, like I said, right, like Steppenwolf just wants the mother boxes, and it's not explained why he just wants them or whatever. It's like, well, why does he want them, right? And in th- see this movie because there's more of it. You know, we know why he wants them. We know why he's doing what he's doing, and that's better. But it's still dumb. Like the way it's scripted, and I still. Like you said, he's still boring. Like, I don't care about him. Why should I care? Like, again, he's more interesting now because I know his motivations, and I didn't in the theatrical version, so it's better, right? Better characterization, but his characterization is still, why should I care about him when I very well know this is the guy who I should 
be scared of is his boss. Why do I give a fuck about this guy? Yeah. I mean, they spent the first two fucking hours uh, kind of not kind of redoing people like um, like Wonder Woman and Aquaman, their stories and shit, um, but kind of introducing them to the to the Justice League and giving them background stories. Why didn't they do that for Steppenwolf? I felt like uh, he ha- was just oh he just wants these mother boxes. Uh, he's been cast out of Darkseid's good goodness or something for God knows what. They don't explain. I think he said that um, I think he said that he tried to like lead a mutiny or some shit. Oh. So then I don't like why why maybe I don't I need to read the comics to realize why they fucking destroy all these worlds and how they've never found this super antimatter whatever equation I think that's what it's called the anti-life equation um, that one um I don't know there's just it was just not there was four hours and so much of it was used as character building for the heroes there wasn't a lot of character building for the villains and then he's not going to get four hours if they give him his other two films that he makes he's not going to they're not going to be like yeah you got four hours every every film that you can make is going to be four hours that's not going to happen unless they just do this and which is i mean it's unfair because most films don't get four hours of runtime unless it's a tv show well most films don't need four hours of runtime that's much like this one that's true i mean I mean, you could say this could have been a this oh, could have been that... a three-hour movie. Yeah, it would have been somewhat normal. Yeah, there was a lot of fluff. Like you could say, Avengers: Infinity War slash Endgame is one movie. It could be one movie, right? Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. Um, this could have been a three-hour movie. Like you. And although they changed. No, go ahead. No, like. Again, uh, it's it is Marvel and DC, and Marvel is the gold standard for superhero movies. I don't care what anybody says. Um, when they their first big baddie, who's Thanos, they build him up, and they do a wonderful job of building him up. And when he comes, he's he has this fleshed out backstory that they explain to us, and then he succeeds in his mission, and then they have, the heroes band together. It's like I don't see that happening in based off of what his vision was in this movie because he didn't give time for Steppenwolf to be explained in detail. I think he, even though he had four fucking. I think hours. he explained all he wanted to explain was Steppenwolf. You you think that he'd give time to be like, oh, this is what Darkseid is? He just it Darkseid seems fucking boring to me as well. He I I just. It's, it was hard to be like, oh, yeah, look at, here's Barry Allen. He's this kind of Joker kid that's fan of Batman Superman. Here's uh, this outcast from his family because he, he was supposed to die, and uh, his father saved him, and he hates him for saving him for some reason, even though he's, well, he's a, he, got this fucking cool... He's a monster now, Jonah. 
He doesn't like himself. He's a mo- Do any of us? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just there was a lot of a lot of questionable things in this movie. Um, I don't have anything to, to compare it to, but I didn't. I did enjoy it, and it wasn't bored out of my fucking gourd like I thought it was going to be. I just wish that the villain was. I always enjoy a good villain. I always cheer for villains because I find them so much more interesting than the actual main characters. And that wasn't the case. That was Jonah. You shouldn't. Harley... You shouldn't cheer for villains. You're getting the wrong lesson. You're learning the wrong lessons. I I just I like villains because they always are cooler and more interesting. Their powers are cooler. Their, Their powers are always are more cooler. Interesting. Yeah, they are. No. The dark side in fucking Star Wars, all their like powers. No fucking goddamn uh, Jedi has a dual, like a double-sided lightsaber. No, Jedi's don't need Maul. a double-sided lightsaber. Yeah, but that's pretty cool. That's not a power. That's a weapon. No, I know. I know. No Jedi has tickle fingers. Name one villain who has better powers than Spider-Man. Um, That's what I thought. I mean, I, I wouldn't... You, I hate spiders. <laughs> but you don't hate Spider-Man. No, I don't. There you go. Um, Jonah, you're not supposed to sympathize with the Joker. That's the whole point of the movie. Yeah, whatever, and whatever happened at the end of this movie... Can we talk about just... how Jared Leto sounded like a pedophile? Like his Joker voice? Did you... I just don't... Did you find that? I was uncomfortable. Was that just me? I don't think I thought pedophile, but I definitely thought it wasn't good. He sounded like he was doing, like, Mr. Jefferson from South Park. <laughs> I... Okay, I feel like I was sh- I've been shitting on like the fact that the villain is not what I wanted him to be, um, and that's not that's just a f- portion of the movie. Whereas like the I thought I thought the fight scenes were very good. Um, I thought the character building was very well done. Of course, he had four hours to do it. Um, Did you think the character building was well done? I thought for so. for everybody. Not for everybody, but for I thought it was like good Barry for Allen I, and, I thought uh, I thought it was good for one guy. Oh yeah, for one guy. <laughs> um, they but Barry Allen is gonna get his own movie. Yes, Barry Allen is gonna get his own movie. Um, listen, there's 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 six members of the Justice League. One of them has a full character arc in this movie. Well, yeah, but the others ha- have solo movies. And they kind of well, I don't. This I, is the thing. The thing this that is, I don't understand. This is the thing, okay? Is that all of okay? Wonder Woman, yes. Wonder Woman was introduced previously and had her own solo movie before this movie was supposed to come out. And Batman's Batman. Everyone knows Batman, right? But when this movie was supposed to come out, if right, the way this movie was made, Aquaman had not yet had a movie. This was our introduction uh, to that's what I this figured. was our introduction to Aquaman. This was our introduction to the Flash and this was our introduction to Cyborg. And Cyborg has a character arc, right? And I will say this, in the theatrical version, that whole character arc is like taken out. Like 
he doesn't have like so again much better in this version because in the theatrical version he doesn't have a character arc either he's just a guy mm. that stands there with and you know with no emotion um but uh yeah so cyborg has a character arc but you know and this movie has to introduce these characters I thought they, I thought that it did a good job with the. Listen, I love the Flash. Like introduction. I love the Flash. I love, I love him in this movie. He's great, right? But, like Aquaman, all I know about Aquaman in this movie is that um, he's fucking hot. <laughs> God damn, is he ever? Yeah. Um. Okay. He says, "My man." Okay. <laughs> Um, goddamn Cal Drago from Game of yeah, Thrones. All I know about Aquaman, based on this movie, is that he's hot, he's cool, um, he's Atlantean, but he doesn't like them, and he's half. He, he I, I got. Yeah. See, I haven't seen Aquaman. I know that he's half Atlantean. He's half, and he hates the He's Atlanteans. half Atlantean, but he hates them, and sometimes he helps this fish. And is village. his father William Dafoe? No, that's not his father. Oh. Not enough Willem Dafoe in this movie as well. No. Well, you get a lot of Willem Dafoe in Aquaman. You should watch Aquaman. It's good. It's better than this. Um, again, not that I disliked this. And again, it, okay, I know. what do I know about the Flash in this movie? Right? Like, what gets me on board with, oh, hey, the Flash is a, is a character. And not, oh, hey, the Flash is, you know, he's on the team because he's the Flash. Okay, he's funny. His dad's in jail. I felt. And he needs I friends. I felt that some of his jokes were uh, were forced. Or felt a little forced. But that's just the way it was written. I think Ezra Miller is a great actor, and he's a funny fucking. Dude. I think a lot of his. Because I've seen him I think a... a lot of his stuff was improved. Oh really? Yeah. Because most I most just... of his like a lot of his like jokes are the same as they were in the theatrical cut. Um. Except like they took out there's there's a ter in the theatrical version he has a terrible like riff on brunch, which they took out. I believe that was a Joss Whedon rewrite. It was awful. <laughs> but no, the Flash is good in this. The like the way he they introduced the Flash in this movie is is much better. Um. Although I do have problems with that scene. What when they introduced him? I I don't know. This is my problem, okay? Thought... And it has nothing... Okay, this is one of the... Uh, okay, again, most of my problems with this movie is the same problems I have with the theatrical version, which is the script. It's just not good. But some of the, my other problems with this movie is... Um, I hate to say this. is It's Zack Snyder because he makes some, some very baffling choices in this movie, which are completely Zack Snyder. And if you love Zack Snyder, you're going to love that. But, you know... Um, I don't love Zack Snyder. I don't dislike Zack Snyder, but uh, he just does some stuff that it just makes no sense. Like, okay, so when they introduce the Flash, and he's that woman applying... was giving. Can I just say that woman was giving Barry Allen fuck me eyes? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, um, that's Iris West. She's actually a supporting character of the Flash. She's going to be in his movie, but you'd never know that from this movie because they never say that oh absolutely not yeah um which is another problem i have with this movie but we'll get into that later when we talk about superman um but okay so the, when they introduce the flash he's applying for a job in like a dog grooming place or whatever and he's talking to the lady and it's funny and he's likable and you know this is a 
it's an upbeat scene and then um the girl who he walks past when he's going in you know um some truck driver is fucking reaching for his sandwich that's on the floor first of all ew like what are you gonna eat that gross right and so he (laughs) that's not what i was thinking i was thinking why the fuck is he doing that he's a truck driver truck drivers are usually pretty responsible yeah what the fuck is he doing that too right and anyway it causes a a, an accident where uh, iris west again who you would never know that's who it was just by watching this movie unless you knew it beforehand um Anyway, so she crashes, and she's flying from her car, and so he sees through the window, so he goes into super speed mode, um, and he rescues her, and this is a heroic moment, and he, you know, he's super speed, so everything's in slow motion, and during the rescue, he's looking at her, um, uh, a hot dog cart got hit, and there's hot dogs flying everywhere, and he's like in slow motion, and he grabs a hot dog and puts it in his pocket, and it's kind of funny, and he's rescuing her, so it's happy, and the song that Zack Snyder chooses to place over the scene sounds like a fucking ASPCA commercial for endangered fucking abused animals. <laughs> what the fuck? I just, I I mean, yeah, they made it so she was giving him fuck me eyes, but I was like, okay, so they had like this moment, and then he kind of just left, and now he's with the dogs feeding him the hot dog that he took, um, and then you never see from this girl again, and I, if I'm, I'm a viewer that doesn't, didn't look up and knows this shit. Not saying that Matt's some super fucking Snyder verse fanboy, because he's definitely not. No, I liked Man of Steel. I hated Batman vs Superman. I just think that I was like, I, I was disappointed because you know she's definitely giving him fuck me eyes. Listen, it's uh, very I, handsome. Forget he's a, about the, there's a lot of handsome people in this movie. I, everybody in this okay. movie is uh, is extremely good looking. Everybody. Um, but listen, but why, like, why is he playing a fucking song that I would, wouldn't want to play at my funeral because it's too downbeat? Why is he playing this during (laughs) what should be a, a good hero moment that like, this should be the type of thing that makes the crowd go, yeah, you know, he saves her, he takes a hot dog, it's funny, it's upbeat, it's happy, but you would never know that if you just closed your eyes and listened to the song. Like, why? A truly baffling creative decision. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't... In that moment, I wasn't That's thinking. That's what I was, I, was thinking. I was thinking. I was yelling that at my TV. What the fuck? Why would you... Like, what is this? In that moment, I was thinking, are we ever going to see that girl again? Uh, speaking of other things that you would... Um, I'm just going to talk about it right away. You... you as someone who is not very well versed in the comic books, how do you make of Superman just showing up with a black suit and his suit is black now? I was actually I, w- I didn't give it a second glance, but I did say why is the suit black? Does that mean he's bad? Yeah, right. That's the thing. The, okay, in the comic books, when Superman dies, when he comes back, he has a black suit because that's his regenesis suit. That helps him absorb the the sun to you know get his power back this movie makes zero attempts to explain that and it's just a black suit that he's wearing why is superman wearing a black suit now all of a sudden no one would ever fucking know because when <laughs> when he goes into the ship you can see that there's multiple suits and i can see the original superman suit so when he comes back in the black suit i say does this mean he's bad? Yeah. Like this, Again, I'm not saying black is not black is bad. I know why he's in the but black I'm saying, suit. 
avid comic book readers know why he's in a black suit. Most people fucking wouldn't. Why wouldn't you even... You don't even have to have somebody explain it. Just show him fucking taking the suit out of a chamber that says, Regen suit. <laughs> I was just thinking, like... You know, he doesn't... He's not... He doesn't have the the red and blue, which is, you know, classic Superman. And this is... Is he going to turn on them? Because Cyborg got that vision... Of him, you know, helping Darkseid and all that shit. Also, what's so with everybody like, having oh, visions of the future all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense in Batman versus Superman, and it fucking doesn't make sense now. How come Batman can Maybe How come getting... Batman can see the future in his dreams all of a sudden? Like it's one thing in Batman versus Superman for the Flash to like come back in time and like be like Bruce, Bruce or whatever, because that can happen. Flash can you know travel in time, but like. How come Bruce can all of a sudden, like, what's the deal with Bruce Wayne? He can just, like, have a dream and be like, oh, shit. Well, that's actually, that's going to happen. I better get a team together. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, again, all of my problems with this movie, other than some very Zack Snyder creative decisions with dumb music choice and, and too much slow motion, like, is the script. It's It's not great. It's again. It's it definitely it's isn't. better than the theatrical version because there's more in there. Again, this is four hours, so it's better than that version because there's more, which means there's more context for things. So it's better. It makes more sense, but it's still not good. I um I did enjoy I enjoyed Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. I did not enjoy him as Batman. I enjoyed him as both. I think. I think he was good. I think he looks good in the suit. He does look good, but it does look uncomfortable. And I he, think that's. You know, I don't think that's seeing his Robert Pattinson. Seeing Robert Pattinson in the trailer, and how fluid his his beat the shit out of them yeah. is, and then seeing Ben Affleck in in these fight scenes and seeing how stiff it looks, it reminds me of the Christian Bale. Yeah. But a little more stiff. I yeah, listen. I don't um, blame. I can't blame Ben Affleck for that. I have to blame the. The no. costume guys, because they gave him a costume that, uh, like, like they gave him a costume like that was like, they went when they were designing that they went back 15 years and gave him a costume where he couldn't turn his neck. <laughs> it looked like he couldn't turn his neck. Not that I didn't like the costume. It's a good costume. But... He looks good in it. But yeah, I, like I don't blame him for that at all. I actually thought some of the funniest parts were Ben Affleck and Bruce Wayne, but I. I you know one thing that um god I'm trying to remember, I lost my train of thought <laughs> fuck <laughs> that's not good okay well wh- okay you continue and okay. uh, I'll get back well to here you. okay I'm just going to again I, another thing I have a problem I was yelling this at the beginning cuz so this movie starts off with a replay of Superman dying in Batman versus Superman and it shows his scream you know his final wail before he dies, reverberating across the fucking earth, and and that's what <laughs> wakes up the mother box or one of them, right? And I'm like, okay, number one, why is Superman dying wake up the mother box, but Cyborg's dad using a mother box to bring him back to life as a cyborg? How come that didn't wake it up? That's my first question, well, they, which doesn't make they any kind of, sense. They kind of said, they kind of said in in one of the scenes. It seemed like the mother boxes were waiting for Superman to die because they were afraid of Superman, 
as anyone would be, because he's the all-being. Uh, I guess. He's fucking Superman. But also, okay, so... But, okay, so if Darkseid invaded Earth before with the Mother Boxes, and he knew that he left them there, why would he never, ever come back? Like, why why wouldn't <laughs> he just come to Earth in the fucking 60s when Superman hadn't shown up yet and, as a baby and Batman was, wasn't born and there were no heroes and everybody hated each other? Like... That's a good question. What, like... Because it doesn't make for interesting. You movies, knew, you knew you tried to invade this planet. You knew that's where you left the mother boxes. Sure, you might not know exactly where they are, but like you're a fucking, you're a fucking all-powerful being with a gigantic army. Like, just fucking invade in like 1884. <laughs> okay, I remember what I was gonna say. Say it. Um. So, the for some reason Zack Snyder's has parts to this. There's no rhyme or reason for the yeah. parts. They just show up. I don't even remember. Maybe I was looking down on my phone. Chapter time. one. I don't even remember there being a part chapter two. Chapter one. I just remember it going from part one to Ch- three. Chapter one is called, um, what fuck, what's it called? Don't count on it, Batman. And Batman is in chapter one for about five minutes. I, I just think there's no rhyme or reason. It was just some kind of artsy shit that he decides to do because he is shit's four hours. So let's, break it up into six parts or something. I don't know. There's no There's... point. However, the sixth part is called Something Darker. And then Batman says he saw, had this vision. And it uh, it was like, was it Barry Allen that was saying uh, Lewis Lane is Yeah, the key, in, in Batman right? versus Superman. That's what happened. Um, in Batman versus Superman, if you don't remember, he had, um, th- there was the famous nightmare sequence where he had his dream that he was in the Mad Max wasteland and Superman was evil, which gets repeated again in this movie and then when he woke up from that dream the flash was there from the future telling him lois is the key and then then he woke up again which again the flash traveling through time fine but i don't know why he can see the future in his dreams all of a sudden so what i was gonna say is like something darker he says lois is the key which uh it's lois it's not lois Lois, Lois, Lois. Lois. I know. I always get. I always can't pronounce her name. It's not the first time. It won't be the last. <laughs> I'm watching Superman and and Lois. Have you started watching that? It's very good. I watched the first episode yesterday. Oh, did you um, enjoy it? I did enjoy it. It's it was very, very good. good. I really enjoy the Superman. Yeah. I really enjoy the Superman. Yeah. I don't know who he is, but he's very good as Tyler. Superman. Tyler Hawkland, I think is his name. Um. He was in Palm Springs. So, Oh, he, he was uh, he was the groom for the wedding they were attending. I had a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling that once he said he was impossible, that was him. Okay. <laughs> he was also. So what I was going to say. Lois. He also played the kid in Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks. If you've ever seen it, that's a good movie too. Oh. Anyway, continue okay. on. Continue on <laughs> with Superman and, and, so, and Superman and Lewis. Superman and Lewis. Um. So when he says. He had a, a premonition of Barry Allen saying, uh, Laos, uh, God, I'll say, I'll mispronounce it every time. Uh, Lois, uh, Lewis Lane, Laos Lane. Um, he says Lewis is the key. Lois is the key. Lois, Lois is the key. Lois. Just is say the key. Amy Adams. Um, Amy Adams is the key. And what we, she was the key to get him his memories back and to kind of make him not 
shoot Superman with laser eyes. Uh, I mean, Batman with laser eyes. Um, and then Barry Allen said, yeah, she was the key. But then she said, uh, Batman said, oh, for something darker. And, uh, well, there was no sign of uh, Lois, Amy Adams, even though Batman said, uh, maybe it's just wrong, but there's no, uh, I just found that kind of strange. I was expecting something like him to, especially when he showed up in his all black suit that Lois was going to have to kind of snap him out of it again. Yeah. Well, that's because you um, didn't know what the black suit was because they don't even try to explain it. Because, especially because they, he said Lois something darker, you know, the whole fucking part six is called something well, darker. So I thought something, I believe in the nightmare sequences, Superman uh, is evil because Lois Lane died. And so um, Superman um, was um, with, the love of his life dead, he was able to be corrupted by dark side, and that's why, um, you know, the world is in ruin because Superman is is on the other side now. Again, okay. I don't know why everybody nope. has the ability to see into the future through their dreams. Who knows? Maybe they got some lessons from that. So Raven, I don't fucking know. I think you can cut all of those scenes out. Yeah. Um. I. Like even if you even if you were building towards like that type of thing happening in like Justice League two or three, they don't need to be here. Can we just uh, say before we continue that Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor is a better Joker than Jared Leto's Joker? Yeah, he was. I w- I will say this: he was a much better Lex Luthor in in his brief appearance here than he was in uh, Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I um. Still think it's a miscast. Uh, I love Jesse Eisenberg. I think he's incredibly talented. But I think that I think the the screen like the two minutes he gets here as Lex Luthor is more Lex Luthor than anything he did in Batman vs Superman. So I'll I'll give him that. It's a much better characterization now that he is bald. Maybe maybe that was what was maybe that was what the problem was. Oh, he was. <laughs> right. Come on, even uh. Even the old... I can't remember who plays the old Lex Luthor now. I know Gene I Hack- see the face, Gene, but I can't put the... Gene Hackman? Gene Hackman. Yeah, but come on. Even he's... he had a perm. Yeah, but he's Gene Hackman. Legendary <laughs> actor. Um. Yeah, so... Things that I things that you liked about this movie, that you really liked about this movie. Uh, I love The Flash. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed, and I can I can say again, this is much improved from the theatrical version in which I did not care about Cyborg at all. Is that uh, I I liked Cyborg in this movie because he has an actual character arc that I enjoyed. I was gonna I was gonna say like you and Hunter shit on Ray Fisher uh, before this came out. Well, not him personally. Um, no, but his character, his, his portrayal his, is Cyborg, yeah, but it's not his yeah, fault. Yeah, it's not his fault, because for the theatrical version, they literally cut out all of his character development. Like, it's just mm. not in there. <laughs> yeah, because he... Uh, I still don't fully understand the mother boxes, but they are alien technology, so... Um, you know, they don't... Like, as good as the story arc is, they don't really explain how... He it was used to, like how his father knew it was gonna kind of bring him back to life or you know yeah but what it 
did to you know explain that side of the, the well I, they, I don't... Don't, they don't explain how his father knew it would bring him back to life but they explain how it brought him back to life yeah um yeah. but yeah so he has he has a character arc in this movie and it's good and um it, it ends well and at the end when he's um trying to you know separate the mother boxes and he's kind of like in them and it's and it's like pretending it's his like dead family and he's like no like like that's earned because he's like he has a character arc and it's a good one yeah um and it's got a new family yeah right? yeah and i like that like it's good and he's good and and um and and i i just can't believe that when they released this movie in theaters they took all of that out i don't think that you needed to have it i don't think you need like josh whedon needed two extra hours to explain and have some sort of character arc because he was a very important character yeah one of the things i really liked about this is that every single character got their moment to shine and i know there's only six of them but barry allen had his moment to shine a cyborg had his moment to shine Batman has a moment to shine. Aquaman, Wonder Woman, then of course Superman at the end. How did you? I thought. The... Here's a question for you. Um, what did you think of, um, you know, Superman? Was he very Superman-y for you, or was he too, uh, you know, down in the dumps, moody Batman versus Superman, Superman? I don't know. There wasn't enough to really be like, oh yeah, he's he's depressing, and this is fucking. Uh, he's not Superman. He's supposed to be the, you know, the person we strive to be. Everyone strives to be Superman. Like, okay, but, like, when he comes in to, like, make the save and, like, he, he's, like, to Steppenwolf, not impressed. Did you enjoy that? I, I thought that that was very... I did enjoy I like that. that, too. And I love Henry... I love, I love Henry, Henry Cavill, Cavill because... One of the few things I liked about the theatrical version of Justice League is that Superman acted like Superman. Like, when he, again, at the end... Um, and he, he didn't have his black suit in that one um, because all of his scenes were reshot to get rid of that. That's why of the upper, that's why he had the upper lip problem in that movie, if you've heard. <laughs> Mustache gate. I did hear about yeah, that. Yeah, but like in that movie, they, 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 they go to great lengths to show like Superman is like, he's, he, you know, he's the big blue boy scout. Like the movie, like the intro to the, the intro to that version is completely different, right? Like it before the like the opening credits there's like it shows like a cell phone video of like superman talking to like some kids and he's all happy go lucky <laughs> and then after he comes back to life and he you know and he comes in and makes the save like he steppenwolf is like beaten up or like cyborg and uh and wonder woman and then superman comes in and he's like is this guy bothering you and he, like beats him up um and then there's a whole they added in like a whole fucking subplot in that final battle where there's like a random Russian family like living there for some reason. Really? Yeah, 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 right? And like so like the Flash goes to save them and it's like, "Oh yeah, go save all the people," right? And it's like, "Sure." And like he's like and like Superman and the Flash go to save them all and Superman is like, "You you take that side and I'll take this side." And super and like the Flash saves like one like fucking like family in like a pickup truck and then like he's running with them and he just looks over and he sees Superman carrying a whole building. Superman smiles. It's all very Superman-y, but uh and you know that's all gone cuz none of that was Zack Snyder stuff. But I liked the I I I I liked the uh you don't need to do all that to make him Superman. Yeah, you like know? again. And and it and again, the problem with that is the whole subplot with the 
with the Russian people. I, that that it's only in there just so you can be like, oh yeah, no, they're saving people too during this battle, which takes away from the battle, <laughs> which is a shame because this is a cool fucking battle. They're saving. I mean, they make it known that just like in any good superhero versus supervillain, they're gonna destroy yeah. Earth and everything on it and kind of restart it anew. Who who else did that? I feel like someone wanted to. No, that was um. That was a Pokemon plot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but yeah, one of the few things I liked about the theatrical version was how Superman was characterized, but the problem with it is that a lot of it was tied to that stupid Russian subplot, which was dumb. Yeah, he didn't need to. They didn't I mean, I felt like he did everything he needed to to prove yeah. that he's the greatest superhero of all time. And and yeah, um, I like I like him coming in and being like not impressed. That was great. Yeah. Um, that was a great fucking line. I wish there was more of, of him acting like that during that final battle. Or yeah, yeah, anywhere yeah. in the movie, really. I just wish there was more Superman in the movie. Because Henry, Henry Cavill is so good. No, I know. I, I, I feel like everyone got their, their moment to shine. Less so than Superman. Superman I think what annoyed... Which is unfortunate, see, but... It, it seems like w- when he comes back and he's, like, not impressed and he's, like, helping them and at the end with Batman, like, it seems like he's, like, that this is no longer, like, BVS, you know, mopey Superman. Like, this is, like, the proper Superman that should be amazing and would let – and would make sure everybody knows that Henry Cavill is, is like, the – probably, if again, if you give Henry Cavill a whole movie where he can be, like – happy and hopeful Superman, I think he would be the best Superman we've ever had. Mm. And I think the problem I have with... um, And I feel like the ending of this movie hints at that, but then I think my problem is I feel like 2 and 3 would be about him turning evil, and who the fuck wants to see that? (laughs) Like, we... we, Nobody liked Mopey Superman in BVS. Why do we want evil Superman? Let Henry Cavill just you know, be a positive guy who comes in, saves the day, and says, not impressed. Let Henry Cavill be the guy that gives a kid his hat back and says, oh, thanks, my mom made my costume for me. Yeah, (laughs) I really like that. Henry Cavill can be that. And and the the end of this movie hinted at that just as well as the theatrical version did. Um, And I think that's... that's that's why I just I, I I for as much as I would have liked maybe to see what the sequel of this would have been where Darkseid was the actual villain I don't need to see evil Superman. What if Bizarro came in? Haha. <laughs> Bizarro stuff. fine. I don't need to see evil Superman. <laughs> what? I don't know what. Um. So after the part, the six parts. Um, there was an epilogue, and um, I just felt like this epilogue was really all over the place. Um, this was the worst part of the movie. Um, I don't have a problem with them giving an epilogue where they're showing like all the characters afterwards. Like, I, like I, that I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with that, but I, I just don't understand the whole. Then you cut to Lex Luthor. Um, well, that was suppo- that was, who escapes president. That was supposed to set up beautiful Joe May. Yeah. Again, everybody in this movie is fucking attractive. 
<laughs> it really uh, is. It's really, yeah. Well, that was supposed to set up the Ben Affleck Batman movie, which would have had ba- Batman go up against uh, Deathstroke, and that would have been awesome. But that never happened, and then in the uh, the theatrical version, they changed this to be a post-credit scene where instead of where in this one Lex Luthor tells Deathstroke that Batman is Bruce Wayne in the theatrical version it's a post credit scene where Lex Luthor's like it seems we should make a league of our own because uh, I guess that would have set up a Justice League 2 that wasn't connected obviously to this um, but this was supposed to set up um, the Ben Affleck Batman movie and what about I don't know who that green guy is. That's Martian Manhunter. Oh, weird name. Yeah, he can shapeshift. Um, listen. I, I saw listen. that. <laughs> okay, this is the other problem I had with the movie, okay? This is my final problem with the movie. I love Martian Manhunter as a character, but the way he's in this movie is fucking stupid. I mean, I don't understand. They don't really explain what he did okay. or his reasons behind it. Okay, first of all, Explain what he did, because uh, some people might not. What Martian Manhunter did? Okay, yeah. well, I'll just explain this first of all. Okay, so Martian Manhunter, first of all, there's a character in Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman who's like a military general, right? And that's supposed to be Martian Manhunter. In this movie, it's revealed that that's Martian Manhunter. He's been Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. all along, which, frankly, I don't think he was. I think they just decided, well, let's put Martian Manhunter in it. It'll just be that guy who's been, who's, we can be like, it was him all along, which is fucking dumb. But whatever. If you want to do that, do that. But, so, there's a scene, there's two scenes with Martian Manhunter in this movie. The first scene is you think you're watching uh, Martha Kent talk to Lois about, you know, uh, her grief over, you know, Superman's death, Clark Kent's death. And she's talking to Lois, and she's telling Lois, you know, blah, 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 blah. And and she's telling Lois about how her, you know, the bank is foreclosing her farm because she can't pay for it or whatever. And that's fine. That's a good scene, right? Because, you know, Lois is grieving, and they show that through the movie. And that's a fine scene. And then... The scene ends and Martha Kent leaves, and then it turns out Martha Kent was like transforms. And it turns out Martha Kent was Martian Manhunter talking to Lois Lane. But number one, why is Martian Manhunter pretending to be Martha Kent to talk to Lois Lane? Number two, yeah, how yeah, how does Martian Manhunter know that um, Clark Kent is Superman? And number three, how does Martian Manhunter know that? Uh, the bank has foreclosed her her farm. Like, how does he know that? How does he know all this personal information? Because he's Martian Manhunter. No, but that's not one of his powers. Like, it's just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't... Well, they never explained it. And, and it, that's, it doesn't that's some... serve a purpose. Like, it doesn't serve a purpose at all other than to show, oh, Martian Man- Manhunter's in this movie, and it's been this guy all along who was in the previous two movies. But, like, who cares? If he's not going to help, and he's not going to do something that's purposeful to the plot, this this doesn't need... To, like, there's no reason for this to ever to be in the movie. Like, just have the scene beforehand and cut out the Martian Manhunter bit and just pretend that was Martha Kent all along. Like, like... There's no reason for that to be Martian Manhunter, other than to say, oh, hey, Martian Manhunter's in the movie. 
Like, it doesn't make sense. And then at the end of the movie, after they've already saved the world, Martian Manhunter, in his Martian Manhunter form, flies down to fucking Bruce Wayne's house and says, Oh, hey, Bruce Wayne, I'm glad that you got a team together. You did a good job. You know, I've decided, you know, this is, I, I should probably be, you know, protecting this world too. Good for you. And Bruce Wayne is like, well, you know, but sure, if you want to help next time, we'll, we'll be. We could need more. Yeah. We'll need yeah. More or something, yeah. You know, we'll be happy to have you or whatever. And then he flies away. I'm like, how, like, you've been a military general as your disguise this whole fucking time. You've seen fuck like where were you when General Zod was destroying Metropolis in Man of Steel? Like what what like what are you doing? Like 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 what's up with you? Like what the fuck? So you don't help then, you don't help now, but you're like, okay, maybe I'll join you next time. Like fuck you. Like like what's your deal? Like why are you here if you're not gonna be useful? Why are you pretending like why is your disguise a military general? So you know the dangers of everything, and you don't help. You don't do anything. Like, what's up with that? What, what, like, where were you? You weren't. You didn't help when, when Zod was attacking, okay? But you were the military general, so you knew what was happening. But you didn't help as Martian Manhunter. In Batman vs. Superman, you watched as Doomsday was, was fucking fighting Superman and Batman, and you watched it, and you're like, oh, launch the nukes at it. Like, what are you doing launching nukes at it? Like, you're fucking Martian Manhunter. Go help. And what are you doing? <laughs> in wh- that, but in that, uh, at that moment, he wasn't Martian Manhunter. Maybe not to the creative people, but, like, it doesn't make sense then. Then don't make that guy Martian Manhunter. Just make him some random person. Or just have Martian Manhunter just show up to Earth. Like, like, what are you doing if you're this military general who's <laughs> viewing these dangers and you're not going to fucking help as Martian Manhunter when you know you could? Like, you've seen it happen twice already. You haven't helped. And what are you doing talking to Lois Lane as Martha Kent? Like, how do you know this? How do you know Superman is Clark Kent? How do you know this personal information? Why are you talking to Lois Lane in the first place if if it doesn't lead you to help them? Like, what are you doing? How's Can I just ask a couple couple questions before we uh, we put our bow tie on this fuck fest that was trying to re- review four hours of. Um... A movie. I think Martian Manhunter is my, my, my biggest problem with this movie. <laughs> I, I just... So, I've always... I just got a couple questions because you know more about DC Comics. And probably Marvel, but DC especially. Um, how... I mean, we we joke about this, and there's other movies to joke about this with, like, the the whole Green Lantern with the, uh, the eye mask that's really fucking... Basic. Are you gonna ask me how Clark um, Kent works at the Daily Bu- uh, the Daily Planet again? How how did I mean he? You know, I was watching in the show and I thought like in um, Superman and Lewis. When he, yeah, when he uh, takes his glasses off, when his kids find out that he's he's got some. Oh, and something. his kids are like, oh, yeah. I, I that's not you're not Superman. And then he takes his glasses off, and I thought they're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" It's but they still don't know. But they don't. Um, if they know what Superman looks like, and they see it, and it's he's pl- like famous. How the fuck do glasses prevent people? Yeah, Clark Kent's nerdy, and Superman's Superman. Listen, um, this is the, this is how, this I is. Just, the, I mean, this isn't just this movie. 
This is a Superman. This is it's a just... Superman problem. I think the thing is, is that he. Do we just accept? He works it? very. I think the accepted lo- like in universe logic, is that as when he is Clark Kent, he like acts. Obviously, he acts nerdy. Um, and you know, he acts very meek and, and like, so it, it, I think it's almost like a hiding in plain sight situation where people look at him and go like, even if they see a slight resemblance, they look at the way he acts and goes, oh, well, there's no way that guy could be Superman because look, look at how much of a dork he is. Look how clumsy he is in the, in the original Superman movies, Christopher Reeve would even, um, when he was, uh, Clark Kent in Clark Kent mode, he would, uh, he would like stand with like a, a slouched posture and he would like, he would have his arms closer to his sides just to like have like, like much weaker body language. Okay. And my, here's my second. My second is where do uh, like Lex Luthor and other people get um, kryptonite when Krypton was, is no more. You know, they have their dubious ways. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I figured there's no real yeah. answer, because I was always wondering about that. But there's no kryptonite in this movie. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Um. Yeah. Oh, oh. There's one other problem I have with this movie. Okay. okay. So the way super, and it's not, it's not the way they bring Superman back to life. It's just this inconsistency that really pisses me off. <laughs> because the same guy who wrote Batman vs Superman wrote this. Okay? Okay. And at the very end of Batman vs. Superman, after Superman has died and they've buried him, the very last shot of Batman vs. Superman is the dirt on his coffin rising as if he's going to come back to life himself. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, obviously, he doesn't come back to life himself. Now, I have no problem with the way he came back to life in this movie. That's fine. That's how they he comes back to life. It's kind of... It's neat. Um, but what was the point of that at the end of Batman vs. Superman then? Like, at least be consistent. Like, the same guy wrote this. Like, the same guy who wrote at the at the very last page, before he wrote the end on Batman vs. Superman, he wrote, the soil on his coffin rises. And then, they when never, he was... Remember in X-Men? When he was writing when, this uh, movie... That's just he's, no. He's he's dead, and he needs to be revived by other people. Like, again, that's not so much a criticism of this movie. It's just, <laughs> listen, if you're gonna write a sequel to a movie, fucking be consistent. Remember in X Men when uh, Ian Ian McKellen loses his powers as Magneto, supposedly, and then at the end of the movie he pushes over that chess piece, and that's never alluded to again. Well, that's because that was the last X Men movie. <laughs> Yeah, Actually, no, no, because then he was in Days of Future Past, in which he did have his powers back. Exactly. But at least you can kind of be like, well, he did kind of move that chess piece. It, it would be <laughs> like if if he mo- he's you know he slightly moves the chess piece, and then in the next movie he's like, well, you got to do this, this, and this to give me my powers back. But like, come on, in the last one they hinted that you had them back. Be consistent. Yeah. Okay. Again, that's again that's not really a specific problem to this movie. It it's just it's a criticism of the writer. You know, I mean, we could go on about it, like how when he comes back to life and he's angry and he's kind of, it seems like he's kind of evil, um, but he doesn't remember who he was, kind of. But he remembers that he hates Batman. Yeah. Or some shit, you know. Well, I guess if he, 
there's yeah. a little, there's nitpicking at stuff that doesn't need to be nitpicked at. Um, yeah. It was a four-hour movie. Uh, I'm not that... gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna nitpick at those little things. I I will have a rant about the things that really annoyed me, of which I have already done. Um, I can't say I dislike this though. I I can't say that I didn't like have a good time. There's some problems, and the script wasn't like to die for. But there was some. At least, like the heroes were likable. Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, I, there was a lot of good poses. That I I, I, I was gonna <laughs> nitpick and be like, a lot of the shots, I'm thinking to myself, why are you posing? Fucking save this person. God, they're just so. Good like, looking. there's a scene like at like you know when like the boat is like tipping over or whatever, and Aquaman shows up, and he's just like kind of standing on the top of their boat, like looking cool for a solid ten seconds. Because he's got. He's goddamn Jason Yeah, Momoa. and it's, it, Don't it's a cool it. pose, and he looks sexy, but, like, when I'm watching this, I'm kind of thinking in my head, like, okay, like, that's a nice pose for the camera, because this is a movie, but, like, fucking save this person. Like, they're going to die. <laughs> you know, you're right, but, you're right, but, but minor but, nitpicks. Yeah. I think uh, the action was good. You know, uh, when it comes to four hours, you're not going to have all action. I know, but the action that was there um, was good. Um, yeah. There actually wasn't as much slow motion as I thought there would be. Um, there was a couple times where there was slow motion and it, they replayed the same thing three times, which I didn't, I never liked I that. I think, like, there was too much, listen, I, the, the Wonder Woman, uh, sequence in the museum with the, with the terrorists, with the uh, bomb. Yeah. Uh, um, how they think blowing up four blocks is going to cause a... Uh, return to the old world, which is yeah. I mean, man, that, I'm not gonna <laughs> overthink that. I was kind of yelling at my TV at that, like you guys are dumb. Like you think like that, really, <laughs> like four blocks is gonna be New World Order. Like Superman himself starred in a Mission Impossible movie where they wanted a New World Order. You know what they had? They had three nukes. Um, <laughs> you have a you have you have four. You're gonna destroy four blocks, and that'll be a tragedy. But life will go on, buddy. Um. But no, but like again, that's a nitpick that I'm not gonna rant about. But I mean, that was a it was a good action scene, I think, with Wonder Woman kicking their asses, and I enjoyed it. But there was too much slow motion in that scene. Yeah, I don't like. I I don't know if that's how Wonder Woman moves in her when she's fighting in the movies, um, like the actual Wonder Woman movies. Yeah, it basically but, it's basically the same. I don't know if I liked the whole like shifting like that i don't know if i like that what do you mean like the way she kind of like goes fast and then slows down oh goes fast, oh yeah no down, that goes... doesn't happen in the wonder woman movies she okay. like her like no just... like like wonder woman herself like has that same fighting style but like it doesn't switch from slow motion to to fast like it did like that's a Zack snyder thing okay yeah i hate yeah that. i didn't I, absolutely I didn't like it. Either. Yeah, there was too much slow motion. Uh, when that scene came out, I was like, okay, it's good, but there's too much slow, slow motion. And I was like, oh, yeah, but this is a Zack Snyder movie, so it's going to be like that the whole time. But it really wasn't. So There was there was some moments after that, but yeah, that was the most prominent I, of that. I, Yeah, there was much less slow motion than I thought there would be, which is good because, you know, I'm thinking, oh, it's a four-hour Zack Snyder movie. There's going to be at least two and a half hours in slow motion. That was not the case, um, which I'm happy about. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, if you want to, don't listen. It was, it was, in, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I did too. My biggest, my biggest, like, warning that I can give to someone is that split this into, like, a four-part series. I mean, it's split into chapters. Or, like, a six-part, a six-part series, if you really yeah. wanted to. Um, I mean, if you really want to watch it all in four hours. I will say this, um, I think, like, the first, the first, like, hour and a half for me went by very quickly the second hour yeah the second hour dragged the second hour was slow but then the rest of it moved along pretty well yeah i feel like the last two hours definitely went by faster i think yeah this than the first i think yeah no for me the second hour dragged but the rest of it went by pretty smoothly um like i wasn't squirming i wasn't like because i watched it all in one go you know i wasn't uh I wasn't, for the most part, bored. Again, this the second hour. The second hour, like, went like, when the first hour was over, I was like, oh my god, it's it's already been an hour and a half. Um, but when the second hour was over, I was like, oh my god, it's only been two hours. Um, <laughs> but then you know, hour three and four went by pretty good. Um, yeah. Again, which surprised me because I thought four hours, ugh. <laughs> I know, you know what? <laughs> Listening to this podcast, it might be like, oh, it sounds like they hated it, but that's just because it's far more interesting to rant about things that you didn't like than than it yeah. is to talk about things you did. But but honestly, genuinely, I think there's more good stuff in this movie than there is bad. Yeah, I mean, we could go on nip like nitpicking and talking about the things we liked for yeah. hours because there's a lot to unpack. And again, but for all wanna... that I complain that well, only one character really had an arc. Um, I still like Aquaman and The Flash. Like, they're still good character. They're still likable in this. It's just they don't really have a character. Like, they they have a. I mean, they don't have a character arc. Yeah, but they have personalities. Are they're definitely like they're characters. They have personalities. They're people. But you know, they just. Yeah, they don't have an arc. I mean, you say that, but Steppenwolf doesn't have. I'm talking about the main heroes. <laughs> and isn't it? Yeah, but he's isn't the main that villain. why we're watching this to see the Justice League? I guess so. Shall we? Uh, you have any uh, other should, mishmash? To should say we about rate it? this? Should we give it a rating? Like how? How do you wanna? Because I, I feel know. like this, I, you're putting me on. I'm the just. Spot I'm. Here. I'm asking. Should we give it a rating? <laughs> because I'm not the biggest fan of like numbered ratings, like numbered reviews. I don't like. I don't like it either. But I feel like I feel like we should give some sort of final, like definitive, like thing, just so people know where we stand. I feel like we can't end this and just be like, yeah, so we still don't know if we liked it or not. It's it's it, it just exists. Is, is it mean, Schrodinger's movie? Is it neither good nor bad? It just is? I, I'd probably like rate it more along the good than bad. So I'd probably give it... Are we doing numbers or letters? You know what? How about this? Whatever you want. If you want to rate it on a scale of numbers, do it. If you want to rate it on a scale of letters, do it. If you want to rate it on a scale of randomly generated objects, do it. See, like, I feel like it would lie somewhere in between a 6 and a 7, more towards a 7, right? But it doesn't, that one, I feel like it would be a B. Where it's not an A. A B's not, not bad. Outstanding. A B's not bad. How, however, it's not bad Okay. 
I I'm gonna rate this if um I'm gonna rate this on a scale of superheroes. You ready for this? I don't know the way, how that skill goes, okay. but I'll try to infer. Okay. Uh, if if Superman is a ten out of ten masterpiece. Yeah. And um. Who are you gonna sm- Who are you gonna uh, belittle? I'm trying to think. Who am I gonna belittle? What superhero am I gonna belittle? <laughs> um. Okay. Well, Superman is the ten out of ten, and not necessarily because he's my favorite, although he is one of my favorites. But you know, he's the most powerful, most useful superhero. So he's the best, and um, uh, who's a useless superhero? I don't know. Is there really such a useless superhero? Okay. I'm I'm gonna change this to just general comic book characters then because I know of a really useless uh, super villain. Uh, yeah, I I can I guess? Guess. Condiment King. Uh, I was gonna say Polka Dot uh, King, but uh, Condiment King can work. <laughs> okay, so on on a scale I've... of comic book characters, Superman represents ten out of ten. And Condiment King represents a zero out of ten. I would give this a solid Green Arrow. I mean, would you give it a Hawkeye? Uh, or are we just doing DC? I I chose Green Arrow because it's DC, but they're ba- he's basically the same as Hawkeye. Actually, Green Arrow is cooler than Hawkeye because he's got a cool he's got a cool okay. mustache. And a hood, and a hood. Okay. Ooh. And a hood. He's got like a he's got like a a little Errol Flynn stash goatee combo. I'm talking okay. comic book okay. Green Arrow, not like not like CW Green Arrow. Okay, so you're you, you so it's basically it's towards the higher end, I would say. It's basically I'm giving it like a I'm giving it a B. <laughs> I'm giving it a B. I think this was okay. Again, you might listen to this podcast and be like, "How did they give it a B? They were complaining the whole time." Well, guess what? It's far easier to complain about something for two hours than it is to talk about how much you liked it for two hours. You don't watch a movie because good things happen to people. Yeah. Okay. Listen, if we only talked about the things we liked about this movie, this podcast would have been ten minutes. Right? Like, how quickly? Like, you know? Like, it, it, it's easier to nitpick than it is to. It's easier to point it is, out it's, flaws than it's it is. It's easier. To, it's more fun, and more importantly, and we're thinking of you here. It's more entertaining to listen yeah. to someone rant about something they didn't like than it is to hear us go, "Well, you know, the action scenes were really cool, and we liked the characters, and everybody was fucking smoking hot babes." <laughs> <laughs> they really were so fucking My god. Everyone. Everyone. Me and Jonah were texting each other while we were watching the movie. Oh, Jason Momoa is so hot. Yep. Henry Cavill so hot. Fucking Henry yep. Cavill so hot. Gal Gadot yep. so hot. Ben Affleck so hot. Yep. <laughs> Amy Adams so hot. Yep. Ezra Miller so yep. hot. Yep. <laughs> Cyborg's pretty hot. He he really is. I mean, you can't. It's when he, I don't like. 
he's more cyborg than he is. He's more uh, robot than he is human when in in that form. But you you get to see him in his... Well, to quote Wonder Woman herself, he's a cyborg. (laughs) (laughs) Again, we liked this movie. But that was an actual that was an actual line of dialogue. He's a cyborg. You know what? I feel like we shouldn't pick on the movie anymore. If if listen, people, let's just I'm say gonna, it, listen, I'm gonna pick on this movie as much as I want. At the end of the day, I liked it. Now, if people have watched, if people listening have watched, I didn't it, even mind. It was in four by three while I was watching it. Yeah, there was actually times where I didn't. I I forgot to yeah. notice that it was in. It 4x3. didn't need to. It did not but need I, to be in four by three. That does not enhance the movie in any way, and it's kind of dumb that it's in four by three. And frankly, I don't think it's in four by three because it was Zack Snyder's vision. I think it was in four by three because they just it was supposed to be in IMAX, and they didn't want to. It still is actually there. It is playing. Oh, in is IMAX. it? Oh, I did yeah, not know yeah. that. Well, I, I don't think it was Zack Snyder's vision for this to be in 4x3. I think it was his vision for it to play on an IMAX screen, and they just did not convert it for HBO Max. We're too yeah. lazy, yeah. Uh, but, and as as useless as, as a 4x3 home release is, I, it, it, uh, I honestly stopped noticing after a while. I mean, I would I would catch myself noticing every once in a while, but I'd stop noticing. It's like when subtitle, like if I have to watch a movie with subtitles. That's, that's when you notice. But, like if if I if I uh, have a movie that doesn't have subtitles but needs subtitles, um, and it only works like the foreign language only has English subtitles, if the whole show has English subtitles, um, I'll I'll stop looking at I'll stop noticing those English subtitles unless I need to read them um, for foreign language. I noticed it, it, the same thing happened with the 4 by 3 I thought it was going to be one of the biggest issues, and I started to, at the beginning, I really was fucking annoyed, right? Like, what's the fucking point? There is point? no point. I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to say there's a point. I'm not going to say it makes the movie better because it absolutely does. It does not improve the movie at all. It's just, it's just a useless thing, but, I mean... I, again, I stopped noticing, and it, I, I, it did not detract from my enjoyment, and I legitimately did kind of enjoy this, despite how this yeah. podcast may sound. But again, it's far easier to complain about things than it is to talk about what you liked. Now, if you've wa- if you've listened and you you've watched this all four hours, and then you come to the podcast and you expect um, some intellectual topic which we give you most other listen, weeks and then you have to listen to another hour of us if talking you about came this. to this thinking you're gonna get like a roger ebert critical analysis of this movie fucking podcast have you been listening to like what previous <laughs> episode of this podcast However, did you listen appreciate yeah, what previous episode of this podcast did you listen to that you thought oh they're gonna they're gonna be the ones that'll give the best critical analysis Listen, we, we didn't even go in order. We we didn't even go in order of sequences. We just we started with how we liked it, then we went to why Steppenwolf was a shitty villain. But we liked we the movie. Did, again, it was good. Yeah. I, it might not sound <laughs> like it because this podcast probably has a lot of complaining. But again, it's so much easier to to ramble on about something you didn't like than it is to ramble on about something you did. 
because it just flows out of you. When you're talking about something you didn't like, it just flows out of you so much easier than when you're talking about something you did like. Because when you like something, you just like, oh yeah, this was good. It was a cool action scene, and you fucking move on. But when you didn't, when you, when you, <laughs> when there's something you don't like, like Martian Manhunter being in the movie for no fucking reason, it annoys you, and it just, it won't stop. It, it, the, the rage keeps coming. And the more you talk about it, <laughs> no, I know, I know how you, the more I know you talk you about it, the angrier you get, and so the the angrier you get, you talk about it more. It's much, yeah. But we, no, I, I actually did like this. I was entertained <laughs> for the most part. No, I was too. I think okay. we should end it before this becomes as long as the Snyder Cut. I know. That's what I was thinking the exact yeah. same thing. Uh, but I guess, yeah, if there's one thing you take away from this, it's that uh, I guess we recommend the Snyder Cut. Uh, crazy and hunter might kill us and we might not he be might here next week us. if he but then again i think he might have liked it too he won't admit it to anybody i i know for a fact i know down. for a fact he he thought he would hate it and this is widely known because he he's been he trashes Zack snyder movies all the time he's not a fan of Zack snyder i don't think he's ever liked a single Zack snyder movie um <laughs> i like man of steel i think that's a mostly good movie um but I don't think Hunter, yeah, Hunter expected to hate this with a passion, and uh, he did not hate it with a passion. He he said it was is not off. He called it the Bad Boys Two of uh, superhero movies. I mean, Bad Boys Two wasn't that great, but it wasn't that bad either. Yeah, I guess you're right, but so that's what Hunter thinks of it. I okay. I mean, you could take for yeah. it for what it will, but where can you? How do you know um, that he said that? Uh, you follow him on Twitter at the Hunter Bishop. Uh, you can also follow him on Instagram at the Hunter Bishop. It's the same on both, and you're gonna want to follow him because he's the real host of this podcast, uh, not us. So he's the real host. We're just guest hosting, and since it's his podcast, uh, he's the one who uh, posts and tweets about uh, any and all podcast updates and. stuff information stuff like that uh but again um totally real person totally great guy yeah he posts also about uh you know his thoughts his feelings his his uh witticisms some funny anecdotes you know he's a great guy uh whatever he yeah, feels like you should definitely follow him at the hunter bishop uh and uh you should follow me at real and fresh because uh you just should I think I'm I think I'm worth a follow on Twitter at Real M Fresh. Yeah. I do too. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can at Real underscore M Fresh. Although I rarely post there, but sometimes I do, and you'll never know when. It's so rare you'll never know. But when it happens, you're like, oh my god, he posted it, and you'll get to like that post, and it'll most likely be of my dog. Um, you can follow me. I wasn't done, Jonah. At uh, Jonah. Oh, so, were you? Oh, yeah, the, the so gamer thing, right? So fucking rude. Yes, I continue to plug my uh, GG Game Tracker uh, account, at Real and Fresh, where you can uh, see all of the games that I have played, beaten, and abandoned, and will never play again. <laughs> see, c- come see how big my fucking backlog of video games is, and uh, and weep for me at all the games I'll never finish. At Real and Fresh, GG you know? Game Tracker. Now I'm finished. Listen, I just don't want there to be some some silence that 
you you were just waiting for me to seamlessly transition into my Jonah. Plug. Jonah, not amused. Yeah. Okay. No, not impressed. I'll see myself. Fuck. I was not trying to quote Superman and I accidentally <laughs> I was trying to quote Superman and I accidentally quoted Vision. <laughs> okay, you can uh, follow me at Jonah is gracious on both Twitter and Instagram. I post sometimes. I try to get on top of things, but I'm just super fucking lazy. That's the bottom line. But I will try to make a better effort like I always do. Maybe if I had more people that followed me, I'd uh, have more motivation. Well, maybe if you tweeted more, people would find you worth a follow. That's true. There's double-sided deal, though. Um, Okay. Anyway, that does it for us. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you're subscribed. Uh, That way you always get new episodes. Also, uh, again, if you enjoyed it, Consider leaving a review because uh, it helps helps us get up the charts. And if you like if you like us, if you like the podcast, you want us up the charts because then then more people will find us and we'll become more popular. And then you'll become part of a cool big gang of people who like us. Uh, so leave a five star review. Yeah, then we'll have bigger yeah. budget, like for season yeah. three. Um, for chapter three. Yeah. Chapter three. Um. So yeah, leave a five star review, please. If you really really like us, leave a five star review. But if you really, really hated us, uh, we will not hold it against you if you want to express that hatred by leaving a very poor four-and-a-half-star review. You know? We'll, we'll, we'll accept that criticism. Um, if you want to, if you want to, you know, um, what's it called? Yeah, message. If you want to leave us a message... You can do that. Click the link in the episode description. That'll take you to a page where you can leave us a voice message. And um, we'll listen to it. It can be whatever you want. It can be a, a question, a comment, a compliment, a criticism. You can sing us a song. You can ask us to sing you a song. You know, whatever you want. We don't care. Um, we'll listen to it. Maybe we'll even put it on the show. Um, or you can just contact us on, on social media. Add us, if you will. Or DM. DM's opened. Um... Yeah, sure is. and uh, also uh, we have a website now where uh, not only do we have episodes of the podcast going up on the website where uh, you can listen straight there, uh, we also uh, you know have articles and reviews and things. Well, me and Hunter do. Me and Hunter do so, at least. I will. Yeah, eventually. Jonah keeps saying he will eventually, but. Uh, Jonah, you're supposed to be our Paul Tassie of the website, and there, there I has, know, there's I yet know. to be a single day where you have posted ten articles on Destiny. I've just been playing such little. I've just been playing so little Destiny right now. I'm, it's, it's okay, hard. Okay, well, you know, he posts other articles too. So, you know, if you're gonna be our Paul Tassie, you gotta post something. Minecraft. <laughs> then post I'm an article about Minecraft, Jonah. We need more content. Um. Anyway, okay. yeah, we have a website. Uh, it's therongoblog.wordpress.com. I will leave a link in the episode description, take you there, where, again, episodes will go up there as well as, uh, you know, other things, thoughts, news, opinions, reviews, and so and so and so. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, well, 
That about does it. That was our epilogue. That was the epilogue of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, did we talk about Jared Leto's pedophile Joker voice? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was so long ago. Yeah. It was half a Snyder It was cut. half a Snyder cut ago. No, it was one... F- no, 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 no. We're about, <laughs> we're about two hours now. It was, it, was a, it was one-fourth of a Snyder Cut ago. Yeah. Uh, that's how I'm measuring all time from here on. That's how I'm going to measure all movies. How long is that movie? Oh, it's a half a Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I will say, my final, the final thing I will say about the Snyder Cut is that it is very much a Zack Snyder movie. Love him or hate him, he made, he made his movie. And in a way that only he could have. Take it for what yeah. you will. I, I, I'll give him that. You have to respect it. This is this is 100% Zack Snyder. Okay. <laughs> Hit it. Hit it? Is that how we're ending it? Hit it? That's a very violent um... way to end things, Jonah. Hit it. Hit it! Very violent. I don't like the connotation of hit it. Very misogynistic of you, Okay. I think. I'm sure I've the been, listeners uh, do as okay. well. You're right. I've been... My name's Jonah. No, that's what we do at the top of the episode. Yeah, I know, but we can... I don't know. We don't have a thing, okay? That's true. We don't, we don't have a signature sign-off, and we never will. Your culture has been popped by Hunter Bishop. This has been a Rongo Productions podcast. I'm always in the palm of your hand, dude. <laughs> you are my Steppenwolf. <laughs>